This is a HeadGum Original. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Previously on the HeadGum Podcast. I feel like none of my farts have gotten into any of these past episodes. And there was a couple SBD ones, some really, really silent farts that I think you removed. Just because you know know me when I'm tooting and you're taking out the tiniest little bit of air. I appreciate that. Exactly. I've got this preset. It's called Jake Farts. Mm-hmm. It just sort of, it just scans <laughs> over your, your audio track. Yeah. Sometimes you need to get room tone. You got to get room tone because I'm just farting nonstop and you have to exactly. remove that after the fact. Yeah. yeah. So I'll take a fart, I'll take a fart sample in fact, and I'll, I'll tell Adobe Audition <laughs> to remove everything that sounds like that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of and things And so a lot, a lot of your breaths are gone too because of that. Because they but. also smell like shit. <laughs> hey, so, hey. Any, any, any stinky gas that comes out of your mouth or ass will just sort of disappear. They shouldn't be that way, by the way. This isn't, like, you're making more work for Ferris. Like, he's being nice about it, but, like, he had to take room tone. Like, you shouldn't have to take room tone for a podcast. Well, I have, uh, I have yeah, a yeah. gastrointestinal disorder, okay? What's it called? Uh Fartsation. It's like rosacea, but yeah. fartsation. <laughs> so that's when my farts are a rash. Welcome to another edition of the Headgum Podcast, Audit Edition. I don't really know what else to say. I mean, we're three weeks into this thing. My confidence has been broken down brick by brick. So uh, I don't want to dilly-dally. I'm just going to get into it. I've brought on two of my closest friends, two people who know me better than anyone else in the world, who only have my best interests at heart, and Marika. <laughs> and um, the idea here is to kind of get a personal touch on it. So please welcome to the show Peter George Saba, Riley Marie Jude Anspa, and yeah, Brownlee Struthers. Sure. Thank you for having us. It's yeah, been a minute. Thank you. Both of you haven't been on since October, September-ish. I've never been on with Riley before, which is yeah. very exciting. Well, I'm so happy to be here with Marika and George. You've also never been on with me. <laughs> Well, George Riley, I filled you in a little bit, but basically what happened was three weeks ago, uh, Amir Blumenfeld chewed me out publicly on a all hands company Zoom meeting. He called me a dork ass. He said I was Johnny Bravo if he fell asleep in a tanning bed. Uh, he said I was a poor man's Jake Johnson, but not his compliment. Uh, and he also said that I looked like a hieroglyph when I stand up straight. And that was just like that's scratching the surface. There are other things that I can't even air, and that's coming from me, someone who likes to say people's personal address. Like, George, you live at... Yeah, and we live together. Yeah, so you yeah. doxed yourself. You doxed there. yourself. I think that should uh, be kept in, Ferris. <laughs> but it's against your interests. Well, look, I'm strong. I can protect myself. I've been getting weaker and weaker as the year goes on. I guess the first thing that I think of when someone's like has someone's address from the mm-hmm. internet. I don't think of them like immediately going to fight 
the person in the house, I think of like, they're probably going to do some other things. So I maybe don't rely on your strength. Well, but also we're talking about Jeff. So they might fight Jeff. George, I mm-hmm. think is probably fine. They might drop off a gift or like a basket. Gift yeah. Basket. That would be but- really nice. I actually definitely drop George off a gift basket. So they'll drop it off at the front and then go around back. And <laughs> Beat your ass. Beat the shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, so the lessons I've learned so far, I've tried to keep my ears open and my eyes wide uh, in an innocent way. And we had Zach done on a friend of George and I's a couple weeks ago. He taught me a lesson that I need to, instead of looking at a mirror and placing all the blame there, I need to take that blame and place it on the mirror. Look mm. inwards, be self-reflective. And then last week we had Melanie Bracewell on the show. And she, her. her main critique was that a lot of the game segments, which is why we had her on because she's been on panel shows and this has kind of become a panel show, is a lot of the segments are samey. Mm-hmm. And that's what she said. And then what again, what does that mean? What's that? Sorry, I've been trying not to. What say does what's it mean that. to be samey? Samey. It was samey. Like they're all a little too yeah. Similar. But it, she said it samey, which was like cute and a nice way of saying it. That oh, she, was, she, pro- she probably said it like samey, like that, mm-hmm. like samey. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. good. So she she complained that a lot of the segments are you know games where you only have two options, where it's either mm-hmm. this or that. And wait, let me look back at my notes for today. Uh, We might have a little bit of that, but it's not both. Well, I mean, listen, Jeff, like that's all well and good. And I'm really glad that you're taking it seems like you're taking that to heart. But um, it's I think it's really important that you brought George and I on because it's like we're not here to talk about the games. We're not here to talk about the structure. We're here to talk about you. Right. It's like we're like character witnesses in a way. And so it's like I'm glad that like we have today to really dive in deep to to the man in the mirror, to Jeffrey, Aaron, James. Yeah. And like really kind of like see what's going on. And you guys know me like outside the show, you know, because sometimes I think people think that I'm some kind of maniac, some kind of free for all daredevil type and evil Knievel and Eddie Haskell type. No one thinks you're that. No one thinks I'm Eddie Haskell. Definitely not. But you guys know that I'm a chill dude, dude. Like I'm I can hang, George. <laughs> yeah, you can hang. Like it, you're <laughs> Cool. You're a good friend of mine. One of my best friends. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just gonna like if Amir, if you're listening, that's that's a pretty good endorsement. It was tepid at best. I mean, I don't have a great judge of character. And I'll cut that out. Yeah. Because that goes again. That doesn't <laughs> I'll just say it again. I don't have a great judge of character. Yeah. And that one I can't I can't cut it out twice. So George did just say he ha- he does not have a great judge of character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that's two different tracks that that. Audio is going to be on. It's going to be a pain to get rid of it now. From now on, let's treat this as a normal episode. We'll wax. We'll get to know each other even more. Uh, We'll play some games. There will be some cash prizes. Uh, Really? What's that? There's going to be cash prizes? Yeah, so uh, we give out real money on the show now. Oh my god, it's so it's so different from when I last came on. Uh, it's really we found our stride, I think, in like November. And so you, so that's coming out of your pocket. You're directly paying people for <laughs> these games. Mo. Yeah, that's he amazing. Caleb Heron, thirteen hundred dollars recently. <laughs> oh my god. Jeff, that's like that's almost all of your stimmy. Yeah, well, the I had to get it back. I I I, I groveled, and I actually had to make a back room deal with Caleb to to get the money back that you gave him. Yeah, because it was prize money, but I, then I realized I couldn't afford rent, and uh, so I had to I, I had to call him and I said, "Hey, I really need this money back." Okay. Uh, he well, said, just, "What's in sorry, it for me?" Sorry, just take it slow. Yep. I just need to write a couple things down to send yeah. to Amir. 
Uh, what did so, you write sorry, down? what did Caleb say? What did you say to Caleb? I begged Caleb and he said, what's in it for me? Which I thought was kind of messed up because it was my money. I basically made a backroom deal with him to encourage Marty and Amir to make the headgum, the new headgum studio as close to their neighborhood as possible. Wait, sorry, you made the, oh, close to Caleb's neighborhood. I thought yeah. it was like close to Marty and Amir's neighborhood. Yeah, I was I like, what does Caleb stand to gain? <laughs> <laughs> what a bizarre leveraging move. How even is this a backroom Caleb deal? Caleb really, really cares about how much, like about their mileage, about their yeah. carbon footprint, <laughs> wants to make sure that they're getting to work in a, in a good way. He yeah. wants to make sure that they as CEOs lower their carbon <laughs> impact. Mm-hmm. Caleb always has the CEO's interest at heart. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you'll go on record saying that? I will lock it in. Do not cut that out, Ferris. <laughs> but anyway, let's get into it. Enough about the intro. You guys know what's going on. We're being audited. Uh, you guys are my close friends, so any positive feedback that you have is great. Positive reinforcement, because my confidence is at an all-time low. <laughs> but I also will take constructive notes. Do you, is now a good time to like talk about review review, like how you are there, or is this just a headgum podcast thing? I think it would be a great time to talk about review review also, because I feel like it's got to bleed in. Like they both have to. Be I mean, it's the like I, we've never had this kind of like platform to be able, like, or I've never, I've never had an in to be like, oh my god, now I can finally give him yeah. all of the feedback that he. He's been needing. You yeah, know? I think this is the perfect I place for. Almost that. fear that it'll be the tipping point. I almost fear that that might <laughs> put me over the edge. You almost fear it? <laughs> no, because I don't know. Because it might be po- <laughs> it all. It might be all positive to me, and ideally, it's that. Here's the thing: is the feedback is not just from me, and I wish it was, but it's like yeah. it's from every guest we've had on. It's from every listener. Gall it's- wrote, I would say, an essay. Yeah, he really did. Oh, my God. It was so well written, too, which is like, he's just the best. Daniel has been running his fucking mouth about it. Sorry to go that far, but it's like he, I can't (laughs) stop him. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. (laughs) That's. Um, But we don't have to do that right now. We don't actually. Let's no. Let's go on. We can do this later. There's well, nothing better than being on. told that, hey, let's talk later and then not doing it right now. So yeah. let's get into it and then we now can I'm maybe. Now I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. Now I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Let's focus on just doing this show. And then at any point in the show, Riley, if you want to just like jut in and be like, actually, that's, mm-hmm. you know, if that reminds you of something that a guest said or that totally. a note that you have from the other totally. show, just let me know. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, just an overall thing. Just anytime that you feel like you need to butt in with positive feedback, negative feedback, constructive feedback, just say, stop. Just yell, stop! And then that's like your chance to end the, you know, insert commentary. And then we'll say podcast proceed. Uh, Jeffrey, can I jump in right now? Yeah. Well, George, we, you yeah. got to say, you got to do you it. Gotta you got to yell, stop. Yeah. Stop! Well, I didn't know we'd started yet. We've started. Oh, good point. We're started now. And yeah. okay, go. And stop. So fast, but yeah. Well, I just want to say all this lead up. I think you're actually doing a really good job. And if anything, uh, Marika and Riley are antagonizing you because I think they are braced for you to do something awful, which is fair. History has shown that. But I think in spite of that, you're actually doing a good job uh, conducting this train and you've only yelled, what's that? Maybe once. And then you called yourself out on it twice. Yeah, I think you're, this is real. I think you're doing a good job. I think, I mean, granted this the inciting incident for this whole thing happened three weeks ago. And I'm like, oh, you think you'd be over and maybe zero <laughs> podcasts. There it is. There it is. It out. Um, <laughs> but I think you're doing a good job. Podcast. Proceed. Stop. Sorry. Stop. <laughs>
you know, that actually reminds me, you know, George saying that it's like, all that's true, George. I think Jeff, like in the face of everything you are, you are really, uh, you're taking a good lead on it. In the face of adversity, I shine. Yeah. That being, you know, that little point George brought up of like, oh, this happened three weeks ago. Like you're really still holding on to it. Like you can't seem to shake it. Like that actually bleeds. I want to say that bleeds into the other show. And that is just like, you can't seem to let anything go. Like. We like even like, oh, my God, when Finn and Billy were on and like, yeah. they like I was having such a good time with them. It's like we've had I them on multiple times. Well, that's the thing is like even in our episode with Lamorne and, and Billy, you yeah. brought it up and we cut yeah. that out. But you were like, sorry, Finn is just like, God, could you believe that fucking guy sticks with me? It builds. Yeah. And you got to like, let it go. Thank you, George, for bringing that up. All good yeah. points. Jeff, you can't let anything go to save your life. All right. Is that it? Or- yeah, I have nothing to add. Hmm. Well, uh, <laughs> onward, right? I'm shaky emotionally, but we'll move on. Uh, Disney Pixar is onward. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, Disney Pixar is onward. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jeff, you keep doing this thing. Uh, it's great. It's vulnerable where you sort of share how kind of sad you are and then you laugh it off almost immediately. Um and I think it's losing its charm. I think it's yeah. you've lost mileage on it. I think if you have grievances to air, you should do it. And you shouldn't just take these bullets like a little human voodoo doll. I think you should like, I don't know, either open up or maybe like save it for later off the pod rather than these little snippets that spark concern in us. And it's like, hey, we should explore that. Yeah. Um, but then sort of band-aiding it with joy. Yeah. To add to that. Not even just the laughing it off things, but like maybe we'll find later on that we'll be talking. We'll be have the three of us will be having a great time, and Jeff will just be sitting there with some sort of face on, not engaging, uh, looking sad, looking like he has no way to jump in. Maybe with a prop. Um, yeah. It's hard. He might like, be holding a pipe. He'll yeah. definitely be holding a pipe. Sometimes the conversation gets away from me and I just don't know how to relate. Relatability was another note from Zach Dunn. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to find ways of human connection because that's what podcasting is all about is it's storytelling. And uh, sometimes I don't have anything to add and then that makes me sad, which takes away from being glad. I think if it makes you sad, the thing is that you just don't show it. Don't show it on your face. Don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> okay so so don't emote as much yeah because we see it we're talking yeah. we're having fun and then we look to your corner and you're just scowling yeah you're like we can't tell if maybe you're about to cry it's very <laughs> jarring and upsetting to us and then we have to say something about it yeah uh, and then that's not good for the listeners and it's interesting you say look to your corner because sometimes like sometimes i look to my corner and it doesn't feel like anyone's in it you know, mm. and to George's point, it's like I get that I've built a reputation for myself of being pipes some- in your hand, yeah. right? I see the pipe <laughs> in your hand. So already, like you, you did bring up uh, like, oh, this is something that makes me feel vulnerable. No one's in my corner, yep. and now you have the pipe in your mouth. Yep. So yeah, you're actually that. not gonna fully. Well, you don't. I don't think that's not true, Ellen. You don't fully get it. You're not gonna fully engage because you're like now you're just kind of like a prop comic. You're devolving. You're devolving into prop comedy, and so you don't actually have anything to put on the table. You rhyme and you hold a pipe. You, you. I just want to point back to like maybe forty five seconds ago. You're like, oh, it makes me sad, and then I'm not glad, or whatever the fuck you said. You do a rhyme, and then you put a pipe in your mouth, and then that you're like, oh, but um, but there's no but um, we're just kind of all left. Like, what are we supposed to do to that? Then that, then the conversation then becomes about the pipe, and so then, oh, are we? We have to stop for a whole conversation just to make you feel like a big man. Oh, a big man with big pipe in a closet, right? 
Sorry, yeah. podcast proceed. That I just had to throw that little that those two cents in there as well because that was yeah. some great feedback from Rika. <laughs> Thank you. So what is going on with you guys? Uh, I've started making wine at home. <laughs> You're making wine? I'm making wine, like right what in my kind? living room. That's insane. Yeah, just like I bought a bunch of fruits at Costco, me and our friend Sarah Linden. Uh, we bought a bucket from Lowe's, a food safe bucket. I watched one YouTube video. Uh, and basically, we're on day two of the first ferment. Uh, so Very we're going to nice. see if I can make wine <laughs> in a bucket. In my, <laughs> my dad makes wine in that same way, I assume, because I know that he's got buckets of fruit that sit in somewhere. So I, you're probably on a good path. Has it turned out well? I mean, he brings it to family gatherings and to chef events. I don't think he sells it, but it just, he's, okay. he's sharing it around. It's definitely drinkable at the very <laughs> least. Uh, I might have to reach out to your dad with some questions. I, just, like, yeah. I truly, I keep having anxiety dreams about the wine because I have to stir it a lot. And I'm like, oh, like I'll wake up. It's like, I didn't stir it enough today. Um, <laughs> what kind of fruits? What kind of fruit? Like what kind of blend uh, blueberries, are Blueberries, raspberries, and grapes. Raspberry uh, so like, wine? Yeah. So they said to cut it with fruit because unless you have like really like natural grapes. Oh, uh, and it. I was like, we just got these from Costco. So it's still vino. It's just you have to like um, cut it with the sour stuff. Yeah, I mean it's like you know it's fermented fruit drink. <laughs> My dad makes peach wine and like blueberry wine. That That's what so he's good. using a lot. How many weeks do you have to ferment it? Because I I used to make beer in college. And so I know that it was like a six to eight week thing. And that's a good question. I'll have to ask Marika's dad because the one video I'm basing all of this off of, he doesn't say how long it takes. <laughs> and I've tried Googling it and it's kind of unclear. Are you just going to like taste as you go? Well, I know like as soon as this first ferment starts bubbling, I do yeah. what's called racking the wine where I put it into uh, bottles and it does like it's slow oxidation. And then at that point, I guess I just blindly taste it until it becomes like not vinegar. <laughs> I'm really going blind. <laughs> <laughs> and the wine will make you go blind. Yeah. You're just drinking vinegar and hoping it'll taste yeah. wine. Well, speaking of going blind, I like, so the big part of my concern is like, I don't want it to mold over because, you know, I've put in like 89 bucks into this whole endeavor, which isn't that much money, but I'm kind of like, it should I should get some sort of outcome. And so I don't want it to grow mold. So I wipe down the bucket all the time uh, mm -hmm. but without with like a Clorox wipe. And I have to get like kind of close to the wine or the fruit mash. Uh, <laughs> and I don't want the Clorox wipe to touch it because there's bleach on the wipe. And so sure. I don't want there to be bleach in my wine. <laughs> yeah. Which one is worse, the bleach or the mold? And that's a new that should be a new segment, Bleach or Mold. Bleach or Mold. Yeah. Podcast. Mm -hmm. You're becoming Jessica Coslow. Well, yeah, that was another thing of it's like it was more scrape up the oh. top. This isn't not selling yeah. this. Yeah. The squirrel, the squirrel the, jam. The squirrel jam lady. That's what I thought. Who sold well. moldy jam. Mm. Which I guess I mean she said it, so I don't know if you want to trust her, but she said that it was fine to have. And if George is scraping mold off this living room wine, I feel like it's going to be fine. There's bathtub gin and living room wine. Den whites and reds. Living room wine. Was that red, red wine? Red, yeah. red wine, but living room wine. <laughs> That's good. Not a direct match. Oh. You got the laugh track for that. I guess we should talk about Matt Gates. Uh, I saw a tweet that was like, Matt Gates is like... Stop. 
the perfect example. Yeah. 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 I think we don't have to, number one. Know. Just the first yeah. one, we don't have to. Um, oh. Also, I feel like last week, this was kind of, or maybe it was the week before, some of the feedback was uh, in a way like be less topical. Um, yeah. So, yeah, just thinking. Well, we did that. the Fauci thing. We did the uh, right. Rand and that Paul didn't, bit. That didn't go over well. That did not anyone. go over well with anyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody. But the, but the, I thought the issue there was that we, I was kind of giving him a platform to spew nonsense. Yeah. And I think I stopped you before you did the same here. For sure. Thank you, Marika. Yeah, you're welcome. We can proceed, maybe just with something else, though. Jeff, oh, was okay. that the only segment you had planned? I have more. I just was trying to, like, keep it open. Because when I when we get into the segments, it's kind of really locked in. Um, so you wanted to I, open with that. Sorry. Yeah. Go, no, you're fine. I'm sorry for... I, I didn't know if you were finished or not. No, um, you're good. The, I feel uh, like you guys haven't said anything positive about Well, me. I actually opened with something specifically yeah. positive. And I will say, before this podcast, I was like, I feel like... Jeffrey's going to make me talk about Matt Gates, so I googled <laughs> Matt Gates to make sure I know what it's about. But then I got distracted. But I'm glad, mm-hmm. so I didn't actually end up figuring yeah. out what the hubbub is. And we're uh, not going to talk about it. So you actually you were saved by the Brownlee. Well, I know. So I've dodged a bullet. I just want to mm-hmm. say I knew it was coming. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like. I can show you my history, my like search history. <laughs> I really googled. Matt. I was like, this is going to come up. <laughs> yep. So what's the note there? Just don't talk about topical stuff? Because, like, I do have a segment that is kind of topical. It's apolitical, but it's topical. Is it apolitical? Think- you want me to be apolitical? Because I feel like to some degree we have to talk about the hot button issues. I think if you're going to be provocative, you should have more of, like, a sensible stance on it rather than just being provocative for provocateur's sake. Yeah, yeah not, like, playing clips of the people that we definitely all in, in this room don't agree with because yeah. that is giving them a platform yeah. To be clear, we don't have to speak on the hot button issues. Yeah, it's like those need to be discussed, but then it's like there are certain people in certain places to do that. And so I think yeah. you, specifically you, Jeff, on this show, I don't know if it's like if you need to talk about the hot button issues. Because also it's like you didn't it didn't seem to be led with any kind of agenda. You're like, let's just talk about it. So it's like, in what way? Like, why? Like, what do you mean yeah. for what? You yeah. Know? Pipe is back in his hand. Pipe is back. It hasn't left the hand. Well, right. And so it's it is. That's kind of like a safety blink. Yeah, it's a crutch. It's a crutch. Yeah. It's a crutch. But on the positive note, I think your hair looks really good this way. Yeah, I would agree. That's genuine. I think your hair looks really good. Damn, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Marika, I took the note. I mixed. I mixed the levels. Yeah, it was a little better. Yeah, that was another note from last week. Was that you? You the old one was this. Damn, Daniel, back at it again with the white Riley's grasping her headphones. She moved them off her head. So, so I found this one. It's much nicer. That damn da- that second one. Even with my headphones off, these cans on my head will bleed because of you. <laughs> Welcome to the future of Brooks Brothers. Welcome to the future of Brooks Brothers. Um, Topical. Brooks Brothers, the oldest clothing retailer in the U.S., filed for bankruptcy last year, Chapter 11, actually. And they were saved by not only the bell, but a sale, $325 million by a brand development firm, which plans to continue and build upon their legacy and keep it as a clothing brand. But, you know, I was reading this New York Times article about how they were in hot water, not hot water, but deep... um, Quicksand? 
they were sinking fast. Uh, I'm, I'm just wondering, because again, we're talking about the oldest clothing retailer in the United States. They created ready to wear, which isn't a good thing, but still. What if Brooks Brothers wasn't bought out? This begs the question. Wait, can I and, say stop the podcast? Yeah. I let you run, but I had a couple of things that sort of piled <laughs> up and I was like, I'm going to forget all of them. Yeah. One, you started this segment by cutting off Riley. And I think it's more than just like interrupting with a what's that? Like, it seems you're learning that lesson. It's in general cutting people off, especially with sound. And I, I thought it was just the what's that that seemed to get to people. So that's no, a good note. No, it's being interrupted in general. So that's no A. Yeah. Uh, and to nope. be interrupted by a damn Daniel. Sorry, go on, George. I just had oh. to add that. Like, of all things. but yeah, No, and continue. that makes sense. Oh, so in that case, actually, you double interrupted, Riley, because you interrupted her with the damn Daniel, and then you interrupted her with the theme music for the second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it's hard, think, you know, because the, I, we get to the 25-minute mark, and then we have this run George. of show. You're interrupting George. I think, and this is, like, maybe an active solution moving forward. Yeah. Maybe in, if you still aren't over this by the end of this episode and you're doing this audit again next week, yeah, I think be. you lose soundboard privileges. I think moving in to the – if you have to do this again, you lose wow. soundboard privileges. Wow. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, because the show is kind of the soundboard and vice versa. So well, right, just someone else would like. have it. And vice versa? What's that? <laughs> he said the, the show is the soundboard and vice versa. So the soundboard is the show. He's not wrong. <laughs> he's not wrong. He's it's not, not good, wrong. but he's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a good note. Maybe uh, maybe Marika has it. Maybe Marika takes the reins next week of the soundboard. Mm. That's another segment yeah. we do. Marika takes the reins where she has two minutes to five minutes, 20 minutes sometimes to t- do whatever yeah, she wants. Which is, we don't have to get into that, but that's, it's been brought up and it's a whole other issue. Which we're not doing it this week because apparently the ticking clock part of it. Yeah. He does hold up a people. timer on the screen. It includes it. He, he timed it with a ticking clock and then I'm just supposed to talk. And I mean, you guys know I'm not a comedian. I'm not a performer. And That's I'm just not given true. The you floor. got Hamilton tickets. You got to go backstage because you were a performer for Hamford. It's not because I'm a performer. It's because I tweeted something. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, let's just do this fucking. Yeah, we segment. have to get into it. Uh, but I continue, George. Note. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah Jeff. Note. Really quick, you did interrupt George on his note about you continuing to interrupt. So if oh, you okay. could just like let George actually give this whole note that would he be stopped really... giving the note so Jeff, yeah. you just interrupted me so if you could just actually let george finish this whole thing that would be a really great sign of growth and take it away george so the next part is it was your reference to brooks brothers inventing ready to wear and that you do this thing a lot where you re- reference things that you assume everybody just knows and i didn't totally know what you meant by ready to wear in my mind all clothes are ready to wear <laughs> That's like they wouldn't be selling them if they aren't ready to wear. To this point, this is something that was brought up last week too, where I made the statement of like you you bring up these things that are yeah. so specific and interesting to you in this moment. The exact quote was that I guess Steely Dan was wrong. You can buy a thrill, and then nobody fucking laughed. You just interrupted Marika, right? <laughs> I feel like that was just the normal flow of conversation. But uh, well, yeah. you feel that. Well, you feel I, that because I was that's totally what you interrupted, do. But because you do yeah. it all the time, so you're like, oh, for me, that's normal conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not for everyone else. Yeah. Yeah, that went down as like Marika started saying something and you said, I remember the quote. I remember the exact quote. And I was like, those are cutting off words. <laughs> but yeah, to that point, Steely Dan reference, like we know Steely Dan, but we're not, it's not in the moment. It's not what we're talking about. Very out of yeah. nowhere. Hard to relate to. 
similar to what George was saying about Ready to Wear, which I also don't know what that is. I also didn't know about the Brooks Brothers news at all. It was this recent. You said it happened a year ago. Why are we talking about it? Et cetera, et cetera. And that's how Jeff's agents pitch him is like very out of nowhere, not relatable. And so that's, that's the email all the casting directors get. A no get, like, man. There's always no. an, there's an every man and then there's a no man. <laughs> Ready to Wear is fast fashion. That might be a little bit more buzzwordy and of the times. Okay. Like your Everlanes, your... Not a good invention. Gotcha. Uh, okay. But uh, they did it nonetheless. The, it, this all begs the question, what if they hadn't been bought? What if Chapter 11 sent them to their grave? It begs um, the question. Someone has to ask it. And I feel like, why not us? I went to an all boys school when I was growing up and our sister's school had these bumper stickers they would sell in their store. Like everybody, you know. Where you would buy, like, a Letterman jacket or this bumper sticker that said, Yet. George's girlfriend went to this school. And uh, the Yet didn't stand for anything. It was more of a mantra. And it was, I don't have an A in chemistry. Yet. And so it was basically a way to encourage, like, all the the girls. So? I'm just saying, why not us? With what? We haven't waxed about Brooks Brothers. Yes. Oh my god. Got it. Got it. This begs the question, what if Brooks Brothers hadn't been bought? And then I thought we could kind of just talk about what Brooks Brothers might have become. Because let's say that, you know, it eventually is only worth a couple thousand dollars and we buy it. What do, what do we decide to use the name for? Okay. I will give you that question. Getting yeah. to that point was an absolute journey that we did not need a to go through. Walk, but yeah. the question of <laughs> Scenic route. what would we do with the Brooks Brothers name is fine. And I'm fine to continue. <laughs> Thank you. Podcast continue. <laughs> I was thinking it could be a, so like Brooks Brothers. And then it's like a Creekside nonprofit for pairing at risk youths with like a big brother style mentor. <laughs> Creekside. That's a lot more like endearing than what my first thought. Like my first thought was like, keep it clothing, make it a little more risque. <laughs> <laughs> so George, give like a design idea yeah. for yeah. like how would you alter a Brooks Brothers outfit to make it a little bit naughty? <laughs> well, I guess it was like when I think Brooks Brothers, I think like thin sweater you wear over a button down. <laughs> and I think yeah. like, what if there were more holes in it? The Which one? The, the sweater? sweater? Well, it's like it's not even like intended for warmth. It's a layering like vehicle. Like it's it's our it's not intended to be comfortable. Like they create like what you wear on a casual Friday if you worked on Wall Street. <laughs> so like I guess in my it's like making casual Friday a little more casual. That's a really good. That's line really good. That's actually. really good. Yeah. Marika Riley pitches. Brooks Brothers, what could it be if we owned it for only a G? Um, I was thinking we we turn it into a lifestyle brand. Like it's yeah. not just about the like clothes. Like a goop. It's it's about goop, but it's it's just for brothers. It's about goop. It's it's, about, <laughs> it's a slime store. It's 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 goop for brothers. Meaning, you know, it's like goop. They try and be like any anyone can be part of goop. Anyone can goop. And for Brooks Brothers, it's like only brothers can do it. 
And so if you if you are brothers, then it's like, here's the lifestyle for you. So it's like there's there's brothers retreats, there's brothers DIY. And so it's like (laughs) how to make a sign for your for your bedroom door that you share with your adult brother. The first category is brothers retreats. And the second one is brothers (laughs) DIY. And that's the end of the list. (laughs) Right now, have you you been to the Goop store? There's a no. storefront. There, there's. <laughs> they went brick and mortar. They, they went brick and they mortar. They went brick and morty. Brick and mortar. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> so they have brick and morty merch. They have moisturizer. That's pickle Rick in a store. I don't know. It's buzzwords. Anyway, what's the storefront like? No, it's just very. Um, it's a weird eclectic mix of things. I feel like it was like the front is jewelry for some reason. And then you get to the back and it's like gold masks and $80 exfoliator. And then it's also really there's good. like vibrators somewhere. And it's it's a whole thing. It's in Soho. Um, mm. So now I'm trying to envision that. But for brothers. But for brothers. Um, and wondering like what products it would sell mm. for mm-hmm. brothers mm-hmm. that I assume the brothers are going together to buy at the same time. You can only go with your brother. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. It's like because yeah. anyone can walk in there and be like, oh, I'm a brother. And they're like, I don't think so. It's like you have to show up with with your kin, with your brother. It's like getting into a frat house. So it's like, who do you know here? And then it's like, oh, I'm, this is my brother. And he's like, you, oh, you, this, you know, you guys know each other? Yeah, you were in a frat. It's like right? blood brothers. But anyway, yeah, Jeff. What was that? <laughs> what? Oh, you just mean blood relatives. Uh, like that too. Got it. All right. What about Brooks's brothers? So it's a new nickname for Mel Brooks's brothers. <laughs> Irving Kaminsky, Bernie Kaminsky, and Lenny Kaminsky. Another name for this is the Kaminsky method. Interesting. Um, we don't have to stop, but you skipped me. Um, do I assume just read something that you had written down because that was the vibe that it gave off? Um, What's your but... idea for Brooks? <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't really. I I just I wanted to point out that I was skipped, uh, but mm-hmm. I didn't really get much further than it was a store started by Brooks Whelan. We get him to kind of be the masthead <laughs> of this thing, um, yeah. but it's unclear. I didn't get as far, get far enough to figure out what he's sent. Yeah, go on. Can I build off this? Because this actually is sure. perfect. It was what kind of like an interruption what you just did. What if it's Brooks Bothers? So okay. it's a punk style gotcha prank show hosted by Brooks Whelan. Sure. I mean, like, is changing the name allowed? It felt like it wasn't. I think you have to own the Brooks Brothers IP just so that you don't get sued for doing something similar. Got it. Parody law does not apply. Can I say stop? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Every stop so far has made sense. Riley addressed it, but it is the, you did put up your hand and count three, two, one while Marie was talking. (laughs) Which... Is your kind of right is not technically an interruption, but but boy, was it hard to talk to. (laughs) It's akin to the ticking clock in a way. Yeah, Yeah. it's a literal ticking clock. And then I wanted to note, and I'm sure you're going to want to get back to it, but I want to stop you before you do. You had this thing about the Kaminsky method talking about uh, (laughs) Mel Brooks's brothers. And it felt like you were so excited to say it. (laughs) That you were a willing to count down, Marika, um, <laughs> but also it felt like 
so prepared. Like this whole segment was built to be about that joke. I I think maybe because the rest of us, we didn't know you're going to do this. We sort of organically (laughs) came up with these kind of good takes on what Brooks Brothers could be. And yours, I hate to say, maybe the worst of all the ones I was suggesting. (laughs) Um, Yours you sat down and you thought about and you interrupted people to say. So Mm. I guess it's like before you say something, think, is this worth saying? Yeah. And even before that, is Mm -hmm. this worth interrupting someone for? Yeah. All right. It's funny because if anybody else, like if Marika had said that, I would have I would have shut down. But because, you know, I've known you for what, five years? I think we've known each other almost the same amount of time. But I mean, you guys do live (laughs) together, so it's fine. Actually, I do think I met George the spring before I met Marika, so this is, you know what, that's fine then. Marika, feel free to speak freely. Now? I, I have nothing else to say. You guys don't have any more Brooks Brothers pitches? Well, we didn't have the time to prepare and write all of them down like you did, Which Jeffrey. Which is what George just said. Yeah, I know. I yeah. heard that. I just, I thought he was no, making it didn't. sound like it was more fun no, and probably more fruitful to come up with it on the spot. It's never fun or fruitful to be put on the spot uh, with like a countdown clock in any way so i i guess just like bear that in mind okay and just because i did have two more prepared can i just say them? yeah you go ahead go yeah, for go it ahead. rooks brothers so it's a party store specializing in chess piece halloween costumes you say rooks Ooh. brothers is that what it was rooks brothers yeah, yeah. like a i rook. also feel like you didn't explain the game well enough like oh, we, it's not a game it's just waxing i mean the fact that it can the name can be changed but go on next one books bother and it's right. just a book burning ceremony. Not a book burning. Content. So with these, we actually I just want to like point out this is kind of similar to George's point in that it's like in us waxing playing the game. It's like we all kept the name of Brooks Brothers and like we're like, OK, what ideas can come up with this? We didn't know we were allowed to fully change the name entirely, <laughs> which, of course, you could make anything. You could make up anything and be like, oh, now this is what it is. But the whole point of like the container of the game is like, OK, with the IP of Brooks <laughs> Brothers, what can you make with that? And so obviously you could you could change your cooks brothers. It's cookware. Right. So it's like I can do that, too. It's That's not actually special. really good. It, well, it's fine. I guess here's a piece of advice. Play by the same rules. You don't get mm-hmm. to make up your own rules for a game that you invent. If you're going to like tell everyone what the rules are and then you also have to play by those rules. Yes. Okay. And I think that really applies to every single episode of this show. So that's a great note, Riley. Also, I do want to point out that Jeff is just making faces in yep. response. Um, Try not to interrupt. what George pointed yeah. out earlier is of like the just kind of making a face while we're actually yeah. making some good points. But yeah, you're correct. You didn't interrupt until that point when you did, but we'll let it go. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, if you had an extra hour in your day, a lot of people would spend that very differently than the one sitting next to them. Maybe person A would go for a run, person B would take a nap, and patient zero would read a book. The point is, a lot of us spend our time and our lives wishing we had more hours in the day. And the question is, what is that time for? And if time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you 
and make it a priority thus. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I'm in therapy every week and I benefit from it personally uh, as I pursue to better myself and be a better version of myself today than I was yesterday. Yesterday, you said tomorrow, so just therapy. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash What's That today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash What's That Thanks, BetterHelp. Guys, taking care of your health isn't always easy, right? But it should be simple. That's why for the last three years I've been taking AG1. Just one scoop and a cup of water mixed around every day, no exceptions. And it helps me feel, you know, energized, focused, ready to take on the day. Like I'm doing one powerfully healthy hab habit that's also powerfully simple. I know that AG1 gives my body high-quality nutrition because every batch goes through a rigorous testing process so that you know it's safe. And their ingredients are sourced for potency, absorption, and nutrient density, all of which is very important and you don't always get with other leading nutrition brands. I like to drink it first thing in the morning. I'll have a, a glass of water, I'll have my AG1, and then I'll have my coffee. And it gets me set off to take on the day uh, and to be centered and to feel like I did at least one good thing for my health. And if you do that every day, it has compounding effects. If there's one product I had to recommend to elevate your health, it's AG1. That's why we partnered with them for so long. So if you want to take ownership of your health, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash what's that? Again, that's drinkag1.com slash what's that? Check it out. Welcome to Vine or Brine. This is My a Christ. game for cash. Stop. Um, I just, yeah. stop. I just yeah. want to point out it is a this or that podcast continue. Podcast yeah. uh, I do feel like uh, Melanie's note was not to make more than one of those per episode. And I did, right. I did that. Okay. Podcast proceed. Uh, this is all for cash. This is $50 for every right answer. $10 owed to me for every wrong answer. <laughs> Whoa. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't sign up. I was going to make the same note. Da I thought there would be no notes on that because you have five to one odds. Five I, to one. You'll, yeah, you'll be fine. Guarantee you get this one. Yeah, you guys are probably going to make a lot of money. So I don't what know. What are why the rules? <laughs> have you guys ever played Vine or Brian? Did you invent the game? I feel like I've played it before, but I also made up the rules today. <laughs> Got it. Oh, no, none of us have played it. <laughs> <laughs> you played it in your own mind as you were making it up. And you haven't played it. Yep. <laughs> so, Vine or Brian, basically, I'm going to play 
some audio and you tell me whether it's from the app that used to exist, Vine, where it was just consisted of six second videos, launched the careers of such characters as Miel Bredo, Gabe Gundacker, etc. Demi. Uh, all I'm starting to get tired. Um, <laughs> so what? <laughs> It's just like, I, I, I wish that you guys would have played it before so I didn't have to like run through the rules. It's like when somebody doesn't know how to play like you're, Risk. You're telling us about people whose careers were launched by Vine. Those aren't rules. We know this. We know all those people. How do you play the game? So I'm going to play a sound clip and you tell me whether it was comes from a, a Vine or whether it uh, has to do with brine. Whether it okay. has to do with brine? Can you kind of can you elaborate on that a little bit? That's for the rules that I don't really understand of if it has to do with it. If because it, it could be a vine. Brine, yeah. it, there could be a vine that does relate to brine. None of them do. Let's just say that. But that's a good note for next time is that I should kind of get a gotcha question. All right, ready? <clears throat> yes. Here we go. First one. Two. Oh, just uh just buzz in or like say it and then uh, here we go. Two bros chilling in the hot tub, five okay, feet apart because they're not gay. Listen, that, that's a fine. That's correct. $50 to Marika Brownlee on the sax. Okay, here we go. Second one. It's a little Mitt Romney. That's a vine. That's correct. $50 to the man in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Number three. The emphasis... I'm going to go with Brian. That's absolutely correct. That's $50 to the woman in a statement pant. All right, here we go. Number four. How about saying this? Look, this is kosher salt. Hope you guys can see it. Listen, it's a coarse grain. You got to use kosher salt. I'm buzzing. Yep. That's uh, Brian. That's correct. $100 to the woman in an orange. Oh, I was I hit the button by accident. That's, that's $150. Wow. That's um, great. All right, here we go. You can't sit with us. Actually, Megan, I can't sit anywhere. I have heroes. Um, yeah. that that is a vine. That's also Miel. That's correct, and that's gonna be double points because she got the person right. I should have mentioned that, by the way. If you can say who it oh, is. Oh, the first one was Anthony. That's um, absolutely correct. That's two hundred dollars to Marika. Hundred dollars oh, to Riley. The second one was uh, Gabe Gundacker. <laughs> that's absolutely correct. hundred dollars to Riley and George. Two hundred dollars to Marika. Actually, hundred fifty to Riley. This is unfucking believable because that's like that's almost five hundred dollars. Don't sorry. I mean, stop, if you look at it, don't be mad yeah. at us for winning a game that you invented and the rules that you made. I I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at myself, which is so much worse because the show's gonna end and I can't even redirect that anger it's going to be in word the entire night and it's friday well so also my point was going to be like you're you're paying your roommate like you you could think of that as just like investing in your home in a way he's not going to spend it on our house he's going to grow mold in the living room <laughs> whoa not yet <laughs> <laughs> all right here we go ready and whisk that's brine. That's correct. <laughs> and I'm going to take a shot at who made the brine sound. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. Dr. Pickle? <laughs> <laughs> so you're at 140 now because you got that part wrong. Girl. So that's minus $10. <laughs> it was so uh, close, George. I'm going to go brine. That's correct. That's Saltwater by Geowolf. Oh, my God. I'm going to say that song's by Geowolf. <laughs> That's absolutely correct, George. $190. It's 
So yeah, Marika's at 250, Georgia at 190, Riley, you're at 150. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Last one. This is triple or nothing. So if you get this wrong, cash is gone. But if you get it right, that's $150. LeBron James. That's Vine. That's correct. <laughs> oh my fucking God. Yeah. Let's add this up. Um $250. 190, 300. That's $740. This is beyond fucked. I should not have done this. God damn it. Why am I doing this? <sighs> yeah, this is. And my balance in my bank account is pretty low right now, so this sucks. Um, just give me a second to talk amongst you guys yourself. I feel like it's not even worth stopping, but I assume he's Venmoing all yeah. of us cash. So uh, oh, gotcha. I feel fine with this. Yeah, I uh, ran out of money. <laughs> I had $440 in my bank account. And right, and you yeah. owe Riley alone $450. Mm, it's 300 but yeah. Oh, I thought no, she had I thought it was, that was. I did have 150 Yeah, it's triple or nothing of 50 Not of your entire total. Oh. Uh, that wasn't okay. properly explained. I said triple or nothing, so this one would be for $150. Okay. I cannot pay you. This is embarrassing. It's like your credit card being declined at a fucking Bed Bath & Body Works. Has that happened to you before? More often than not. Um, what are you trying to buy? Salt. Pretty cheap store. You, there's, they got coupons all the time. It's like trying to buy three bath for Well, I'm not a spendthrift, so I can't like... I mean, they're not even coupons. It's like, you know, $5 candles, but whatever. I guess this is uh, this is the last stop, as it were. The uh, the the last you know trains coming into the station on film, and everyone in the movie theater is freaking out. <laughs> um, what have we learned? What have I learned? What have you taught me? Let's recap. Well, I think it makes sense if you recap because yeah, it'll show happened? your retention level. What yeah. have we taught you? At this point, my my skin has thickened a little bit. Uh, the calluses are starting to form. I'm less emotional than I thought I would be at the end of this thing. Mostly because, like I said at the beginning of the episode, I know that you guys have my best interests at heart and you want me to continue on to uh, great success. <laughs> and um, the things that I've learned, I would say, is less interruptions, ideally no interruptions, <laughs> unless it goes with the flow of conversation. Which is different. Sorry, I'm going to interrupt yeah. you and remind you that your idea of a conversation flow is very different from the kind of normal conversation flow. And his name is John C. <laughs> That was just to show Marika that I mixed that one down six decibels, too. Uh, that's from WWE. You've got to be fucking <laughs> kidding me. Now I owe you $240. Um, yeah. I've learned not to interrupt. I've learned not to make faces when other people are talking, but to actively engage in conversations that I begin. <laughs> and this isn't about the show, but I've learned that I'm going to come home in nine days to some fine wine and have a good time. With my buddy George Sign Saba. Can I ask Jeff, uh, like your goal is to mm. bring uh, George and Riley on because they're your two good friends and you felt like they were going to give good positive feedback. Do you feel like you accomplished what you wanted to? Yeah, I think that I got the best notes this episode than I have the past three weeks uh, be- because they do know me so well. And they, mm-hmm. they fell on uh, <sighs> steady ears in that. I was ready to hear it. And maybe I should have started with you guys because 
the first episode, I was just not prepared. I was taking everything personally. But my hope is that Amir hears this, and I think I'm going to offer him the olive branch this week. I think I'm going to reach out and say, hey, I hope you've heard how hard I've been working to get better. And would you like to come on, hash out the last of the things we have to hash out, and move on as if nothing happened? That's great. Maybe rethink the move on as if nothing happened. I think you'll be changed. He'll be changed regardless. We'll all be changed. We've all been through this. Yeah. Um, but it's impossible to move on as if nothing happened. I, that was a poor choice of words. Do you want to rephrase it? Because it was a poor choice. Do you yeah, want to try I guess again? Let's uh, move forward with the understanding that I'm the best I've ever been as a host and as a person. I think I saw George nod his head. Yeah, yeah I mean, I buy that. I, are you going to do a, so is the next HeadGum podcast episode going to be another audit or are you going to get Amir back on? I think both. I think let's get Amir on here. Let him air his grievances, right, Marika? On yeah. air and almost force a reconciliation <laughs> in front of an audience. <laughs> I think he said time to sit with yeah. whatever problems mm-hmm. he's been having yeah we'll um, have a calendar month at that point yeah and i'll yeah. pass these notes on to him from this episode and yeah um, he'll be able to make of those what he wants and were they written positive to me or they're just written they're written as yeah. as they were stated yeah well i have some notes for you guys would love to hear them george this is not your first rodeo you know you've been on a lot of headgun podcasts you've been on a lot of auto podcasts i i don't understand why you don't have a mic at this point that's a good Bite note. the bullet. That's yeah. a good note. <laughs> Riley, I feel like you should make the big podcaster's room the little podcaster's room. I should, sorry, I should turn my home office into a bathroom. Nailed it. Nicole Byer style. I think that that would be a pretty damn good bathroom. And then you wouldn't have to get up and leave the room to, well, we. <laughs> Marika, you've been through this whole audit with me. And not only can I not thank you enough for sticking by my side this whole time and defending me in the face of adversity, but I, I want to thank you for your stewardship. You were the shepherd, my Lord and Savior this year, and I was a sheeple, and I've realized the terrors of my ways, and I'm back, baby. You're welcome. I'm, I'm imagining a sheep realizing the terrors of his ways. I feel like that's the wolf's job. But it's an image that I like and I'm having fun with. <laughs> what do you guys have to plug? What do you have going on? Social media projects, point the people to the floor is yours. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me on. This has been a treat and really enlightening experience. I think we can bring a lot back to our show, which I'll plug, uh, Review Review, also on the HeadGum Podcast Network. And if anyone has any feedback about that show and kind of and, and specifically like Jeff's attitude his character on that podcast like feel free to reach out to me about it and i am at riley anspa on instagram and at riley coyote on twitter projects to plug fun super cool immersive show into the mist is still running um these next fr- couple fridays in april so get tickets at into the mist.net slash tickets um, Jeff was on it at one point and he was only a one night guest and you can kind of understand why he was a one night only kind of guest at this point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this has been really fun. Oh, oh, and, um, we're doing our first review, <laughs> review live show on the internet, not in person. Um, <laughs> you 
can get tickets for that headgum.com slash live headgum.com slash live so come on down it's april 21st it's a wednesday 6 p.m pacific 9 p.m eastern it's gonna be a good time george will be there george will be there i will be there uh yeah so i guess i I could plug the review review live show on april something at 21st 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 didn't want to steer anyone wrong it's gonna be at 6 p.m pacific (laughs) 9 p.m eastern um it's gonna be oodles of fun um jeffrey and riley are both gonna be there you can get tickets for that on headgum.com slash live. Other things to plug. My Twitter is at George Saba, uh, G-E-O-R-G-E-S-S-A-B-A. My Instagram is uh, at secret George Saba, the word secret, and then how I spelled my name. Uh, this is a new one. Um, a cool little leftist comedy organization called Comedy Collective LA. I, I'm doing a very dumb things for them um like it's good the things i'm doing are dumb you can see me naked in the uh <laughs> first sketch i did um and yeah that's cool uh you can stream cherry on apple tv if you've got hours to spare <laughs> <laughs> that, oh and then uh you can follow <laughs> my wine updates on my uh Food Instagram, Secret George Saba. It's spelled a little, a little different. It's S E A T C R E T G E O R G E S S A B A. Link to it is in my regular Instagram bio, which is oh easier to spell. God. Every time you plug, it's the hardest ways to follow you. I frame it as a riddle. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, or Letterboxd at Marie Galon. M-A-R-I-K-A-E-L-O-N. Also, the live shows. Review, review. The day before is a high and mighty 420 mega sesh, which will be interesting in the time. Really exciting. (laughs) The day this comes out, there's a We Hate Movies live show. Uh, So that's fun. Uh, And then May 1st, the Doughboys are doing a 25-hour charity Doughathon (laughs) Uh, on Twitch for free so tune into that at some point that's going to be a time I think they said at one point if they raise $50,000 they're going to do another chicken nugget power hour maybe I don't want to hold them to that don't listen to me but that'll be awful if they have to do that again so you should donate money Um, yeah that's all I got and you can follow me on Instagram at Jeffrey James on Twitter at Jeff Boyardee and yeah the review review live show like we said, all of Riley and I's proceeds, profits, whatever the right word is, will be going to uh, the Chinatown Community for Equitable Development, which is uh, a grassroots organization in L.A. that helps fight against bad gentrification development efforts in Chinatown and gives uh, multi-ethnic intergenerational residents of the area a stronger say in future decision making in the area. Um, <laughs> we'll be back next week with... Uh, Amir Blumenfeld himself, a hopeful reconciliation, and some more exciting guests coming up uh, in April and May. Can you guys join me in a namaste? The light within me honors the light within you. (laughs) Namaste. 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 Namaste.
was a HeadGum original. 